Welcome to the Voices in Recovery podcast. Voices in Recovery is produced by Freedom's Path Recovery Society, a registered Canadian charity. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider a donation at www.freedomspathrecoverysociety.ca. All donations go directly to assisting Freedom's Path in providing services free of charge and helps us keep the podcast going. We are grateful for any and all donations. This podcast discusses difficult topics such as childhood abuse, drug and alcohol use, sexuality, sexualized trauma, and more. If you are under the age of 18, please speak with your legal guardian prior to listening. The opinions expressed during the podcast are those of the individual and not those of Voices in Recovery or Freedom's Path Recovery Society. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. This podcast is being recorded on the traditional land of the Blackfoot Confederacy. This consists of the Kainai, Pekani, Siksika, and the Blackfeet in the U.S. We acknowledge the Stony Nakoda, which consists of the Bearspaw, Morley, and Chinookie. We acknowledge the Satuna, who are Dene, and the Métis, Inuit, status and non-status from all of Turtle Island, and those who are visiting. We are all treated people. So we are talking about um, mandatory treatment today. Yes, you wanted to talk yeah, about that. I do. I want to get your opinion on it because you're not you're not a chemically dependent human. I want to hear from someone who's not a chemically dependent human. Like, what are your thoughts on it? Well, I'll, I'll be the first to admit I haven't researched the whole like program they plan to have mm-hmm. or they're they're talking about. Well, it's quite possible they haven't researched I, it either. I, I suspect <laughs> a huge suspicion on that as well. Yeah, because from what I've heard, I did this. It doesn't even make sense to me because it's. It just sounds like a way to give the government the ability to go, yeah, we don't believe you're doing as good as we think you should, so yeah. you're not meeting our expectations, so we're going to mm. lock you up and force you through that. Now, mm. I'm, you know, I, I'm, I've not been into the rooms. I've never been to a meeting. I'm not yeah. in recovery. We got to get you into a couple of meetings. <laughs> you got to come to my birthday meeting this year, man. Sure. Yeah, you I should would. come in August. It's yeah. the last Saturday in August. I'll be there. Yeah, you should totally come. Yeah, they're man. fun, dude. We have a good time, and birthday meetings are a lot of fun. So, <laughs> yeah, there's cake and food and shit. Oh well, so. you, you, cake. You sold me on yeah. cake. <laughs> that always sells me too. Even though I usually have to run back to work before I get any cake, <laughs> but I'll make sure on that day I don't. <laughs> yeah, but sorry, go ahead. <clears throat> yeah, no, I just I I uh, what the hell was I saying now? <laughs> Fuck, dude, I don't know. I you got me on a birthday tangent there <laughs> with both the meetings, but uh, well, I just I for me. It, I, I feel like this is one of those moments where the government is like, well, we, you know, like in the history, we, we did eugenics where mm. we sterilized people we didn't think should have kids. Yeah. And it, I feel like this is kind of one of those programs where it's mm. like, oh, you're homeless? Oh, well, let's lock you up yeah. in recovery. And I used yeah. air quotes there for anybody listening. Yeah. And that's all I feel like this is, is it's like, oh, uh, you're going to see this being abused when a big sporting event comes or a yeah. big G7 thing comes or a, it's going to be round up the homeless mm-hmm. for recovery. Yeah. Well, yeah, it would give them an added element. I mean, they already do that. They do. This will just give them a, a much more, ob, like a much easier way to get that done. Well, and it gives them a place to, to send these folks, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's sad, but I mean, and the public probably doesn't, isn't aware of this. And if they are well, and they don't care, yeah. then that's problematic. But, yeah, every time we do have big events here, the um, our unhoused population yeah. 
gets moved around, right? Well, and I feel like if, if you're kind of, you know, like maybe you're having some difficulties with addiction and maybe you're having some problems with the law because of it. Yeah. Like, I just feel like it's just going to be an excuse, yeah. you know? And I mean, I, what I was going to say is I've never been in the rooms, but I would imagine forced recovery has a very low success rate. It, it, it I, does, I but we, we have to be like, you're, that's a good point because I think it does have a low success rate. Yeah. I think that it has a life-saving, um, it probably has a opportunity to save lives where otherwise they may not have been saved. But yes. again, it has to only be one element. Whatever it is, it's, it's not a... And in terms of this mandatory treatment, um, I think it's a slippery slope, right? Yeah. First of all, it's a slippery slope anytime you start taking away people's rights. Like, it Absolutely. is very slippery. Absolutely. And we should be extra cautious. Yeah. And I don't sense that the government's being cautious about this. No. And so that's, that's where my... Any of my, my like disagreement might come from over this is mm -hmm. how how it's being rolled out, who's rolling it out, and how concerning it is that they're rolling it out in such a quick fashion. Like trying yeah. to get this to get them voted in. Yes. Which, first of all, I gotta say that's a troubling idea. Oh yeah, it's troubling yeah, that yeah. that is what you're basing your campaign on. That that's part of your campaign promise is to lock up people. Like, yes. No wonder people th like people outside of Canada, in like say the U.S., might think we have a little bit of a fascist state up here, because I've yeah. heard that. Yeah. I've heard that from people down. Oh south. yeah, absolutely. Now of course, you know, we could say a lot of shit about them too, but yeah, that's a perspective it, issue. It, it's all a perspective thing. But the truth is, um, there's got to be something to it if yeah. they're looking at it, because what where they're coming from, obviously, there's lots of places they're coming from, but. Um, Anyway, back to the treatment thing, because I don't want to get off topic too much, even though it's very, it's such a subject that will touch different areas of us. Oh, because, yeah, absolutely. As it should. Yeah. I think it really should make all of us think. It should make yeah, all of us yeah. think about it. It should have all of us going, okay, what, what harm can come from having different people have arbitrary control over people who are commonly misbehaving? quote unquote, commonly acting in an antisocial matter. I'll, right. I won't say misbehaving, okay? Yes. I will say, but I'm one of those people who misbehaved, right? Yeah, so yeah. I have to be honest and include myself here because if I were still drinking, right, would I want some stranger to tell me that my drinking was dangerous? Sure, you can tell me that, yeah. but you can't force me to do anything about it. Yeah. Because then we're starting to like, get in that, that uh, forced behavior stuff. Absolutely. Behavior and, and behavior modification can work wonders, right? But when you when it's all punitive, and unfortunately for, um, well, not unfortunately, it's it probably just going to be, it's going to be looked at as though it's punitive. Um, you're being punished for being an addict. Absolutely. So it goes back to the same thing that yeah. we're talking about when we before we had drug courts, right? Yeah. Because drug court, it's. Uh, it's almost mandatory. Well, it is mandatory if you want to be in the program, right? Yes. It's mandatory treatment if you want to not go to jail mm -hmm. and you want to recover, right? I think it's brilliant. I think it's brilliant. You're t yeah, you're, because the choice lies in the person. The choice lies in the person. That's right. And if they want to choose to keep doing what they want to, they want to do, they can do that. And that's totally cool, right? Yeah. Because everyone, dude, people got to make a living. They got to do shit. Exactly. You know, um, but 
do we want to start making it like okay to just pick people up and lock them away for 30, 60 days or whatever they're going to be doing? Yeah, exactly. Um, and on top of that, so this subject came up when I was talking to a friend, dude. So do you know anything about like the mental health warrants, like the Form 10s? No, I don't. That's okay. something I'm totally oblivious to. So, but this is basically the similar idea. And I believe this is why the, the government thinks this is going to be an easy walk in the park. Mm -hmm. But also what makes me think they haven't done much research. Because yeah. if you research how many people are Form 10 in Alberta, like say in a year, I don't know what the numbers are. I'm literally yeah. putting this question out there to people. But like, so what are those numbers um, of mandatory, or sorry, the Form 10 warrants, and then you need to look at the what happens once they get to the hospital. Mm -hmm. Because if your stats don't include that, then you have incomplete stats. Because yeah. once they get to the hospital, the majority get released. This yeah. is just the way it is. Yeah, yeah. They get released. So is it going to be different than that? How is it going to be different and why? Why yeah. would it be different for someone who, because dude, if you come here and I'm suicidal, and you say, you know what, this person's suicidal, I don't want them to harm themselves. You form 10 me, you arrest me for my protection, take me to a hospital, you want to get me assessed, and don't get me wrong, this is one of, this will be a complaint of any law enforcement agency that has to do this, right? Yeah. Because it's a waste of time, unless yeah. you're going to have somewhere for folks to go. Yeah. <laughs> right? And so if we're thinking all of a sudden, there's going to be a bunch of open beds in hospitals for this, we are mistaken yeah. because there aren't enough beds in hospitals for the form 10s. <laughs> okay. Exactly. There's yeah. not enough staff. There's not enough like infrastructure. Yep. The form 10s are a great idea, much like community treatment, um, uh, what do they call them? Orders. So like right. if, if you have a severe mental illness or a mental illness of some kind, I don't know what their criteria is. You can be ordered by the court, by the province to go in every month and get your medication. Okay. Fair. See, I think it's fair if okay. because as a person with mental illness, there are times I don't want to take my medication. Right. Right. I know, thankfully, probably because of recovery, I'm pretty aware that if I don't take my medication, I am in trouble. Right. I will. Mm -hmm. I will get myself potentially into trouble, and it won't be good. Mm -hmm. Right. And we're, I'm talking about like suicide. Right. Um, well, hi there, Floyd. Hi. Yes, we are. Uh, Recording this podcast with my Floyd in the room. Um, what were we talking about? Uh, just like the Form 10s and yeah. kind of the no having no places to go. Yeah, and so what we need to make sure of, first of all, I don't think it's, I don't know if it's a good idea to do it at all. Like, I don't know if it's a yeah. good idea, right? Like, it's... It <clears throat> the raises, way it is now, I would not be for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. It yeah. raises so many red flags. Yeah. So many red flags because of the loss of of a person's right to freedom, right? Yes. And because we have seen this time and time again in North America, well, specifically in North America, mm -hmm. but we've seen it time and time again where the authorities abuse these powers and take it out on the people they're supposedly trying to compassionately intervene on. Absolutely, right? yeah. And then who is getting sent to treatment most frequently? Yeah. Well, if our prisons are any indication as to where this is going to go, we can yeah. all take a guess at who's going to be um, compassionately intervened on as opposed to who won't. Exactly. Right? Absolutely. And that's, so another that, slippery slope. And that's just it. Like slippery it's, slope. Everything starts to really just slide downhill. It and does. I, yeah. 
I, I would like to know the groups that are behind supporting this because mm -hmm. I suspect there's a lot of Christian-based That's an uh, interesting point. I never thought that of that. Groups that are promoting yeah. this idea. Yeah. Um, but I just think anytime you think forcing someone yeah. to do anything that they don't want to do. When they haven't broken any law. Yeah, when they haven't really, like, I mean, it's one thing if you're, you know, running down the street naked with a knife yeah. trying to kill people. I get it. But man. again, we already have laws that cover all of that. And those don't work. Exactly. So like, how is this going to work? This is just a new law. I, right? And the way that, that I see this is knowing that governments like to extend their reach as much as they can. They, they're like toddlers. They like to push their limits and find out where the boundary is and go just a little further. Because <laughs> they don't have any boundaries, most of them. Exactly. So I just, like, I'm, I'm so afraid that it's just going to end up targeting people. Exactly, man. Um, where it's going to be another one. Well, we can put this guy away for another six months if we just yeah. say this. Yeah. And it'll be, or this person, I shouldn't say this guy, mm -hmm. but, and I just feel like it's going to, it is, it's going to be punitive. Yeah. And I, you know, I think, well, there's well, enough be... research out there, there's enough books written out there, there's mm -hmm. enough understanding of recovery at this point. Yeah. That compassion and empathy needs to be in it, as opposed to yeah. put them in a, in a barred cell give them three meals a day on a tr plastic yeah. tray with plastic forks. But hey, awesome recovery time. Because you know that's where, yeah. where, like you said, where are they going to house them all? Well, We don't have recovery centers. We, and then, do, we have recovery centers, but they're full. Exactly, all the there's time. not enough. Yeah, so and where so are they going? Are you just going to put or pour millions into this infrastructure that in four years, if a change of government happens, it's going to change anyway? Mm. And, like, what, so, like you said, this is just being rolled out real quick. Well, and it concerns me, dude, because it could be a sign of, like, what concern... Well, there's lots of things that concern us both of all this, obviously. Yeah. But one of the things is, is for what... How does that look in the future for things? Exactly. For things that people need help with. Is that what yeah. our answer is, is to control them? And, like, this is... And, and I get it. Um, some people are thinking this is a compassionate thing, and I, I believe probably where they're coming from is a compassionate place, right? Yes. I just think that it's not well thought through, yeah. and I don't think that this is the thing we need. We want to rush into. <clears throat> no, not I don't think anything that has to do with taking away rights of people, any people, mm -hmm. right? Um, I don't think we should rush into that. Well, I, I think mean, we really need to be like, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, stop the truck. We can't just... Because people forget, man, that there was a period of time where they arrested everybody who was mentally ill and put them in institutions. Do you yeah. know what happened after all that? They let everybody out, man. And now people yeah. and, and now they wonder why people have such a hard time. Yeah. So there's gotta be a middle ground. So my <laughs> don't worry, dude. He's just sniffing, he's yeah, making sure good. you don't got anything of that from his in there. He's like, You didn't take any of my toys, did you? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. And I, like I, you know, you talk about the slippery slope, like where does this end? And, and we, you know, the particular govern or uh, political party that's su supposing or is suggesting this, if they get into power, mm -hmm. they've said a lot of things like, well, you know, leading up to a heart attack, it's really your fault. Well, if you're, like, what did you do to get cancer, right? So with yeah. comments like this. How did you earn your cancer? Yeah, like, it, yeah. it makes me afraid that we're then going to go, well, people that are overweight should really be locked up and learn how to eat properly. But well, you're not wrong. people Darcy. that do this should maybe be locked up and be forced to be treated for that, too. You're not off, you're not off base at all. This is why it's so slippery, right? Exactly. It's because there's so many different things 
that eventually people will decide we shouldn't be doing, which don't get me wrong, yeah. wrong I get it. Like, there's a lot of stuff we probably shouldn't do, right? Absolutely. That might, if we didn't do it, yeah. it might make our lives last longer. Totally. But why is that the only point? Exactly. Why is that the only thing people are concerned about? Yeah. Right? Like, I could not imagine someone who had a better life than my dad. Mm-hmm. He passed away at 74. But yeah. he had an amazing life, dude. Some of the cool shit he did, not only did he have like three amazing sons, right? Yeah. Me being one of those sons, but um, he had an amazing life. Yeah, yeah. So like, who are we to say you should live, a, you should live long and you should want to? Yeah. Why can't, I mean, and I, don't, I know that we don't really, there's certain demographics where we just expect them not to live very long. Yeah, yeah. And, and, but that's uncomfortable for people. Yeah. That's not a thing that people celebrate. Right? No, absolutely. And not that we should, because some I mean, some occupations just make it a little bit harder to live, like dealing drugs and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. But I don't wish them to die. No. Right? I don't wish any I don't want I don't want it to go so far to the right, I suppose that would be, to the right where we're now like like you said, like, oh my god, you're you're going to you're going to um let's see. Dave, you're going to McDonald's for three like three times this week. Yeah, right. Yeah, buddy, you know what? We gotta talk to you, man. We're gonna take yeah. you in for a couple of just a couple of days re-education, man. Like no <laughs> exactly. big deal. Do people not realize that this shit has been written about for Absolutely. ever? Yeah. That this is where it's headed. I don't get it, man. We're well, and I don't sometimes. get it. I don't get this need for government control over it when, mm. like, we've tried government control in yeah. every aspect. We've tried prohibition. Yeah. We've tried criminalizing the shit out of doing drugs, yep. buying drugs, selling drugs. Yeah. Being around drugs, possessing drugs, yep. <laughs> hanging out with people who are involved with drugs, right? Like yep. it, we've, but then that didn't work. Yeah. So now we're just gonna force people to be get locked up to get treatment. Yeah. That's not gonna work. At what point are we ever gonna try, like empathy, harm reduction, yeah. like safe consumption, treat the problem that's yeah. causing the addiction? Because I feel well, like this is saying the addiction is the problem. Yeah. No, the addiction is the result. Of, of the problem. Of problems, yeah. Problems, yeah. Like Well, and addiction can develop as its very own problem, for sure. Exactly. But there's a reason you're doing that. Mm-hmm. You may not know it. You may not want to deal with it. Yeah. But I, I just, I don't think forced, you know, yeah. like, it just, it seems so aggressive and almost violent, it, as yeah. opposed to, like, we look at these countries. Well, that's why they gave it the name compassionate, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's because it, it, looks, it looks awful. Exactly. You, you have to give it a name. This is why when they're, they're going to change the name of the chaplaincy program, maybe. Oh, when yeah. When I suggested compassionate care, yeah. everybody laughed. Yeah. But I'm like, dude, we're try- if, we're, if you really want to do what we're supposed to be doing, call it that. Yeah, exactly. Because that's what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Right? We're not supposed to be doing anything but compassionately caring for humans, man. Absolutely. And some of them happen to wear uniforms and some of them don't. Right? Yeah. Well, and then, like you said, like, I mean, we can go down the slippery slope thing all, like, all night long, I think, but Mm -hmm. there's just, it just leads to so many questions that I'm like, why don't we try what's working in other countries? Yeah. Like, it's, it's no secret that, like, the Scandinavian countries Mm -hmm. and parts of other parts of Europe and Portugal are all going the opposite direction. What's, what's your opinion, just because we were talking about that and we have some time, what's your opinion on that decriminalization in B.C.? The, their pilot project they're doing for two years out there. I think it's great. Yeah, I think it's has great. there been any results? Like I haven't. I, I haven't there. heard any results, but like right. I, I think it's, it's a that to me is a step in the right direction. Yeah. 
where we're, we're again, we're going to give compassionate, actual compassionate care to people mm -hmm. in the way that they need it. Yeah. Not that way that we're going to force them to fit yeah, into our plan. And I think that's the difference between, like, say, the like an NDP government and the UCP government, right? Is like yeah. there's this element of forcing, and then there's this element of, well, why don't we all work together? Or, exactly. And I'm, I know I'm simplifying it. I know all the people out there who hate the NDP will say all kinds of shit. Well, and I'm sure that whatever, whatever. program they come out with will have its own issues. They could come yeah. out with the most compassionate program. Yep. But it'll probably still have a bunch of red tape because and they're a government, and exactly. they're going to have to try to rush this out. To... Yeah, and they consult with the same staffers that yep. have been there for thirty years. Yeah, nothing like silos <laughs> over there, hey? right? Yeah. So, like, I, I just think echo I'm, chambers. I mean, I can imagine this will be a great boost to a lot of the shelters. I imagine yeah. they'll get massive funding boosts if this actually goes through. Well, and but, yeah, it'll be interesting to see because I. I wonder how some of the um, people who are managing these shelters and different treatment centers are thinking about this. Right. I mean, maybe, maybe there, maybe there is some plan to build larger facilities for this, yeah. or to use existing prisons that have space. Oh wait, we don't have any prisons with space. Never mind. Uh, well, we, we could use we might, all the, actually because we don't privatize it. So we could always use the office space downtown Calgary that's not being used. I think that's a great idea, right? Have but like high-rise towers yeah. full of folks. <laughs> But nobody'd know. want that because you can't, you know, we don't want a bunch of addicts in one building. Oh yeah, no, that's yeah, true. That's right. <laughs> Not without bars and. We don't want a bunch of like wire. treated addicts in one building. We right? want to have this corporate, active, healthy, what do they call that? Um, functional addicts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Functional addicts doing cocaine at lunch. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, dude, I, it's interesting, right? It is, and and, and I don't know, like I, I'm not. I don't know which government's right or wrong, oh, blue dude. or orange. I don't really care. It's just that I, I really find that almost all the programs that governments put in place go about 10% yeah. the distance they need. So is our organizations like Freedom's Path and um, oh, what was the, what's the one with, um, they do the, for youth, they do the make the marathons and stuff like that. Uh, She's been on the oh, show. Oh, shit, dude, the Terminator Foundation. Yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Whereas, like, Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, are are these places going to get more funding? Like, I hope so. Because if yeah. if it said, okay, we're going to do this, but here's how we're going to lead up to this. That's a last resort. Yeah. But up until then, we're going to start documenting. Like, yeah. fine, if we're going to put money back into systems for recovery and yep. help people, cool. And then have that maybe as a last resort. Mm. Maybe I could get on board with that. Yeah. Depending on how it's structured. But it just doesn't seem like that. And I... I, at this point, have no faith. I don't think mm -hmm. anybody should have trust in the government when it comes to, we're going to roll out this program that's super good for yeah. you. <laughs> I think the people who trust the government in regards to this are the ones that believe in what they're saying. Absolutely. And, and yeah. there are obviously people who believe or they wouldn't be like in power. Right? Yeah. And, and I'm not saying that they believe in... I, you know, I, part of me just feels bad. I was watching a little press release about it and they had a young girl... Mm -hmm. as their example, yeah. doing their dirty work for him. And I just felt so bad for her, man. Like, yeah. I mean, she doesn't have, she, she hasn't been, I don't know, man. It just feels, it felt wrong, right? Yeah. Like, it felt so wrong. Um, but the, again, there's so many different opinions, right? And Absolutely. just because I think like, wow, that, I did not expect that, right? Mm -hmm. that, that kind of an opinion, but okay. Like, I just know yeah. that... Um, most of the people that I have associated with, myself included, 
would have some difficulty with this mandatory stuff, right? Like it, yeah. it causes like difficulties in terms of philosophies and stuff like that because yeah. not because it won't work for some, because it will, right? I guarantee it. It'll work for some people, absolutely. It, just like um, the 12-step fellowships work for some people, just like SMART works yeah. for some people, refuge, uh, marathons, whatever like people are into, yeah. there's lots of stuff um, that works for people. Absolutely. Um, and that's a good thing, right? Yeah. And so as long as we keep open minds about this stuff, I, I don't know. But again, this force, I, I'm having a hard time with it. I'm right? having a hard time because of the whole force thing, because yeah. we don't have the infrastructure in place. Like, like well, we don't, we don't have the right infrastructure that includes the right kinds of authorities that are going to be processing this stuff. Exactly. Right? Because how is this yeah. going to, like, what, I just can't see it, man. I'm having such a hard time seeing it. Yeah. And it's got to do with that that mandatory stuff, but also it's got to do with the Form 10 that already exists, yeah. right? Because this already exists, and it is not a useful tool. Yeah. It's not efficient because it yeah. doesn't ever go efficiently. Um, and so, like, how we're not taking away the Form 10 now. So you have mm -hmm. to remember we're adding another one. Yeah. We're not taking one away. Exactly. So now you're going to have twice as many, potentially, now, obviously, there'll be crossover, right? Because sure. there'll be some addiction with suicide yep. ideations and stuff like that, for sure. There'll be a crossover. But now you've just created another element that needs to have infrastructure, both in the hospital setting, recovery treatment setting, yeah. but also in the law enforcement setting. Absolutely. And medical setting, especially if doctors are going to be able to do it. Yeah. You know how many doctors I've talked to, man, that don't know anything or don't want to know and don't know anything about addiction? Lots, yeah. of, lots of them. Absolutely. Like, lots of them. They just don't have... Because if you don't believe it's an, a problem, why are you going to learn about it? Yeah. And lots of people think it's a matter of will, right? Even doctors. Well, and, and uh, I think, I think we're, we're placing too much responsibility on too many people that maybe that shouldn't be placed on. Yeah. Like doctors are meant to know the physical body. They're yeah. meant to be able to mend and fix things. But not every doctor is meant to know how to fix you know, mental trauma or, mm -hmm. you know, like trauma-based Well, and some issues. of them want nothing to do with that. No, because they got into being a, a you know, whatever form of doctor mm -hmm. physically that they do, like, you know, whether it's general practice or whatever, but, like, that's why you have psychologists and yep. counselors, and that's why there's that separation. And I just think we're putting a lot of onus now. It's going to be the responsibility of who? Law enforcement. Yeah. So who, who's going to really love seeing law enforcement just rounding people up and throwing them in compassionate it's a, care? It's a mistake. They're going to bear the yeah. brunt of that. It's a mistake. Yeah, and then and then we're going to go, okay, they're going to probably need ambulances at times. Yep. We're already maxed out on yep. ambulance. Like, we're taxed on those. Yep. I mean, not taxed financially. But I mean, they're, they're maxed out. Yep, they're maxed out. You'll have to train them yeah. on assessing the addiction thing now, which would Absolutely. be a new thing. Then you have to train fire because they do the same thing. They yep. do rescue and stuff. Car accidents, um, everything like yep. that. But it's a mistake to put this in the, in the hands of law enforcement again. This is one yeah. more thing for people to go, why? Exactly. Why? Why? Like, yeah. they're police officers. Why well, are they doing this? What a shitty position to put them in. Well, you and, know? Yeah, and like, the truth you, is. You, you want the tr public to trust them, but when they can yep. just come in and go, Oh, well, there's a domestic here, and you're drunk, so we're going to lock you up because we think you're addicted. And you need, like, treatment. So, yeah, you're, we think you need treatment, so we're going to... Like, yeah. it's just going to put that on them, and then there's just... It's going to blow up in their face. Oh, yeah. And I think that's what government 
kind of likes to do is dump oh, it yeah. on doctors, police, emergency first services. Yeah, at the same time, like, they're giving you more budget. They're dumping all this crap on you. Exactly. And you don't even smell it because you've got so much crap from before, you can't tell the difference, right? Like, and it, it's not like they're forcing the increased yeah. training time of police officers. Well, what they're, about this? When we go back on the, let's go back to another thing that hasn't gone well in some parts of this country and down south in terms of the policing, the check on welfares. Right? Yeah. So how is this going to be different than a check on welfare? How are you going to be any more compassionate, exactly. loving, human, yeah. and helpful and useful in that situation that we already know is not necessarily made out for them? Right? Exactly. It's yeah. not a policing matter. No. Not, not right away. <clears throat> it may escalate into a policing matter, but let's not start there. Right? Exactly. Because that's still punitive. Because as soon yeah. as, whether it's EMS, fire, or police, as soon as it's the police doing that, yeah. they're taking away rights again. Yeah. Right? Again. And part of me, for that reason, wonders, like, is this even constitutional? Well, yeah, that's a good like, question. Like, is it, would it even stand up to, to a court challenge? Yeah. And because I, I, I found what governments love to do, too, is they love to bring out these programs, yeah. knowing full well they'll get struck down in court. Yeah. But they did it, and they can say, we fulfilled a promise to cut down on yep. crime or we, this or that. We tried to fulfill the <clears throat> promise, but justice yep. wouldn't let us. Exactly. Right? The federal government said no. Yeah, right? and we tried to help people yeah. with addictions. Look we what we did. We need to succeed from the federal yeah. government so we can be free. Exactly. Well, and you mean the people who <clears throat> control the province can be free while the rest of us are prisoners of your shit. Like, exactly. that's really what that yeah. means, right? And to concentrate that much power into the hands of yeah. the government, like, it just, it just harkens my reminders of, like, the past system when they wouldn't yeah. let Indigenous leave the res. Uh, the eugenics system when they took mentally challenged people and just sterilized them all. And people that maybe weren't mentally challenged but were just... You know, kind hysterical. of a pain in the ass. They were hysterical. Exactly. Darcy. So they weren't in the good status. So mm -hmm. they need to be. So that's what this is. Like, I can only go based on past history. And that's mm -hmm. what this is going to turn into is a, oh, as yeah. a witch hunt. Yeah. You know, like, um, there will be the times where police go, you know what? We don't like this guy. And we can get him off out of our fucking hair for three months. Yep. Sure, let's throw them in the uh, compassionate care program. Well, and here's the thing. <laughs> they might not be wrong about what that person needs. Absolutely. But it's the malice. It's the, yes. the other stuff that goes into it that yeah. is just part of being human when you have to do the same thing to the same person yeah. every time, right? Yeah. And that in itself, that check on welfare, going back to that, that in itself builds up pressure, right? Yeah. In, in, in law enforcement. Absolutely. And, I mean... I don't know, man. I don't know what the answer is, but I don't think that it's locking people up. I just, no. I, I, I think we can do better than that. Yeah. You know, I think we can. I think we are Absolutely. doing better. Like, to me, locking people up, it takes away from a lot of the good work that people are doing. Absolutely. You know, like, yeah. who are trying to do it in this very loving way. And yeah. the way that's moving is that love is going to be out of it. It's going to be all fear, right? Yeah. Because that's, that's more of a fear-based thing. Absolutely. Why do we have Form 10? It's fear. I'm afraid you're going to kill yourself. Yeah. Right? It's not necessarily because I love you and don't want you to hurt yourself. Exactly. Right? Don't get me wrong. I'm not one to tell which is which, but you can tell. Yeah. Okay? You can tell when you have compassionate interventions that aren't very compassionate. 
Absolutely. Right? And I, I don't know, man. I just think we ask too much of, of first responders. Yep. I think we ask too much of police, for sure. <clears throat> um, well, I think, we, I think we expect too much and put too much on, on one area when we could spread it out, right? Absolutely. And, and I think we need to spread it out. Right. Well, and that's what the other thing that kind of irritates me with all of this is you start looking at the bigger picture of, mm-hmm. of what governments do. Yeah. So you take federally, uh, you know, if you, but just before COVID, they made the decision to buy a six billion dollar pipeline or whatever that was. Mm-hmm. But they decided that in like twenty four hours, just let's buy a pipeline. Yeah. And here in Alberta, we're doing the oh well, let's give the oil industry twenty billion dollars in subsidies. Mm-hmm. And I just think okay, but. Rather than run these programs where we're going to have to incarcerate people, essentially, mm-hmm. and then we're going to have to foot the bill for all of that, yeah. why don't we set aside more money for organizations like Freedom's Path, like mm-hmm. the Terminator, like the things that are already working, mm-hmm. why don't they just go, well, let's do more of that, well, yeah, rather I'm... than let's just like forget all that exists yeah, man. and go just lock them up. And, but instead of going to lock them up, because you have to create new facilities anyway, why not just give these treatment centers more beds? Exactly. Help them create more of a treatment center. Exactly. So that people who don't need to be forced, who want to come in, can come in. Yeah. Like, I think that's where you start first. That's, that's my opinion. Absolutely. Is, is like, you start first with, let's, let's build more beds for all the treatment centers. Fresh Start, Simon House, 1835, 1839, yeah. Aventa, whoever needs beds, Absolutely. let's build those beds, man. Yeah. Right. Let's put the money in there instead of building housing facilities. Right. Let's put the money into places where we already know these folks know what they're doing. Yeah. Right. And we don't have to worry about someone having a preference for one person and not another saying, oh, well, we're going to form you, but not you. Yeah. Because we really want you to come to our treatment center. Exactly. Like this, it just staves off any of that bullshit. Yeah. Right. Give these treatment centers enough money to build more beds. Well, and give right. the uh, peripheral like services more yeah. money to provide the services they need. Exactly. Like, obviously, there's important services. Yeah. People are using them. It's helping. So do more of that. Yeah. You, like, it's kind of like reinventing the wheel all the time. Well, that's and, what it sounds and it like. it just doesn't make sense. It like, doesn't make any sense, man. <clears throat> because there's got to be a way that we, can re- we could add to the wheel, right? Absolutely. We add to the wheel another, some element that is useful and helpful for people suffering from addiction. Right. Something. It doesn't have to be extreme, though, right? Like, it could be something as simple as, like you said, fan out some of this money to different organizations. Build more beds for treatment centers. Like, yeah. let's do that. instead Absolutely. Instead of do this thing that we think that, that someone, <coughs> sorry, not you and me, someone out there thinks this is a sweeping revolutionary change that is just yeah. going to, like, really, like, hit home with addiction. Exactly. Like, what's going to happen is it's going to be insane. Well, and what are you going to end up with? Like, are you going to end up with uh, people that are waiting to get into a recovery center in prison with, like, rapists and murderers? Yeah. Like, that's a good situation for someone, especially when you force them there. Like, think about that. Like, you're in addiction and stuff, but you're in your apartment. And for whatever reason, the police come, they're going to take you now. You're getting compassionate care. Yeah. Well, you still have a Quote, unquote, compassionate care. Like, you have no time to kind of seal up your life to yep. kind of clo- clo- tie up loose ends mm-hmm. who's going to take care of your cat who's going to like these are things that you could deal with if you have the time and you've made the choice mm-hmm. I need to fix this and you're getting help 
mm-hmm. as opposed to no, we're taking you, and your life's just kind of fucked up now. Yeah. And because that's what I feel like it's going to be. It's just going to be about fucking people's lives up. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to have well, the trauma. Well, that might not be their, their intention. No. But that could, potentially, that's going to be the outcome. Well, and so you treat, maybe you do help them with the previous trauma, but mm-hmm. now because we've traumatized them and kind of ruined their life now, well, now we've done them more harm to get mm-hmm. to the good. Dude, good point. Let's talk about that. Because if, if we believe that Gabor Mate and say that other fellow who said it's about connection, addiction. Johan Yuri. Yeah. Yeah. That guy, Johan. Um, and Gabor Mate, who thinks it's trauma-based, right? Trauma, disconnection, <laughs> yeah. all these things. Absolutely. What exactly are we missing? We already know that probably, I don't know what the percentages is, but it's high amongst addicts and alcoholics as to traumatic backgrounds. So yes. chances are pretty good. Lots of us have trauma, yeah. right? Myself included. Yeah. And should we be suffering with addiction and alcoholism is locking us up addressing our trauma. Exactly. No, because when you lock someone up, you just add more trauma. Exactly. That's and, and by the nature of it, it's traumatic yeah. to take away someone's freedoms. <clears throat> and so if we're doing that, let's make damn sure, damn sure that we've thought about it, right? Well, and because our... Because we don't even, we're not even fucking perfect when we lock people absolutely. up in jail, right? Like we get, we get that shit wrong. <clears throat> yeah. And so now we're just going to like willy-nilly do this stuff. Well, and what's the burden of proof of the addiction? Like, yeah. how do you, like, what do you go with when you <laughs> yeah. say, no, this person has an addiction? Like, it's a good question. Maybe they admit it. Yeah. But is it at the level that they're yeah. even, like, are, is, is treatment even going to do anything? Yeah. Like, to, where are they in their addiction? Like, yeah. I, these are all, there's so many unknown questions there. You just can't yeah. have uniformed officers come in and make a decision in four yeah. minutes. Yeah, no, that's not good for them. And the, another thing is, is that if you if you do that, if we have that, and if some of these beds that are created in the course of, of doing this, then you run the risk of like <laughs> treatment centers if they start getting involved in the diagnosing of this and saying, yeah, that person needs treatment. Mm-hmm. Is it for beds? Is it for government funding? Why is this happening? Right. So we, we want to, I just think if we're going to do anything like this, we better make sure that our hands are clean. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. And, and I, I don't think we should do it. No. Personally. No. But if you're going to do this, if you're going to fucking go down this road, um, I don't advise it. I think it's like we talked about this whole time. I just think it's a really bad idea. Right? Yeah. I do. I understand. I, do too. I understand where people are coming from. Yeah. On the one hand, like they want to save lives, and I get that. Because yeah. that's that's where this is coming from. And honestly, if I thought this even had would have like a seventy percent success rate, yeah, it might be worth it. Yeah, I but just, I just can't see it being more than one, like a handful of people out of thousands. Well, I think what they're know? banking on is their stat. Like, depending on how they're going to try to do their research, when if they do get this shit passed, <clears throat> um, will be based on a probably thirty to sixty to ninety day period, and. Yeah. That will be the times where the least amount of people drop off, right? Like, well, yeah. not the least amount, but the percentages will be higher until you get up to about 12 months. So then that once you get up to about 12 months, the percentages just drop. Well, and, and what happens, okay, so we've locked somebody up, yeah. gave them the compassionate care that they deserve. Yeah, so if they go back out and drink, do they get locked up for longer? Yeah, like, is it more punitive? Now yeah. you've got a 90-day a instead of a 30-day. 
exactly. next time it's a six next yeah. six months. Like, at what point in time do we just go? Okay, now we're just arresting and imprisoning them. Well, because dude, <laughs> seriously, the majority of alcoholics <clears throat> will drink again. Absolutely. That is the way it is. The majority of addicts will <clears throat> use again. So, like, these are questions that need to be answered, and they need to be looked at realistically. Yeah. You can't just ask someone who's been sober for 20 years that how to do it and say, okay, that's the way to do it. Yeah. That's one person, dude. One person. And we are not all the same. No. We do not all have the same backgrounds. We do not all have the yeah. same traumas. We do not all come from the same starting point. Yeah. You just don't. Like, it's just the way it is. Well, we learn that about privilege yeah. and shit. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's, so there's, I, I, I'm, I'm curious, like, I, I feel like this is still coming from the, the concept of you're going to hit a rock bottom yeah. and then we're going to be able to rebuild you as a human. <clears throat> and I don't, like, you, I've listened to enough stories that it mm-hmm. doesn't, what is rock bottom? Yeah. You know, you've talked about it where it's like most people in addiction try many times before they get sober. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe they didn't even clean up at all, but they, yeah. they've thought about it. And for a period of time, they've been going, I really should do something about this. Mm-hmm. I really should do something about this. So it's like, you can't just go, somebody who's going, I really should do something about this, but they're not obviously ready yet. Mm-hmm. You can't, if you give them intervention at that time, I almost wonder if it's going to have the reverse effect where they're going to go, I, you know what, yeah. this is fucked. I'm, I'm just well, going to go back out there. You and I both know it's probably, there's just different odds on different right? reactions, right? Yeah. Like any intervention. Sure. Um, but when you're just, forcing it, I just... Exactly. I once feel you, like there's going to be a bad outcome Once you change the, the language, I think you're yeah. going to get way more negative <clears throat> outcomes, right? Because I think it's different than saying, Dave, you know, we got a bed here. If you want it, we can mm-hmm. give it to you. As opposed to, Dave, we're going to lock you up for a few days. We're going to feed you. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to find you a bed, and you're going to go there yeah. for the next 30 days. Or you're going to go to jail or exactly. whatever. Like, what's the alternative? Well, and what is the What if yeah. somebody says, no, I'm not going with yeah. you? I refuse to fucking go. So now the police have to wrestle them? And what? Fiz- arrest you and then charge you with obstruction <coughs> because you don't want to go to fucking Resisting treatment? arrest. Yeah. And again, I think that's part of that slippery slope. Yeah. And then the bigger question I have so is... So many slippery slopes with this, There's man. a lot of people that have addiction yeah. that are very high on the socioeconomic ladder. Yep. Are you going to lock up? It's not going to be fair, man. Are you going to lock up some of these oil executives that nope. have? No. So who is this for? You know what I mean? And who are we going to pick on? We know exactly who it's for. <clears throat> yeah. It's for, it's for anyone who can't afford to have a lawyer on standby. It's for anyone who can't afford yep. to have all these different amenities. It's for all of those of us, because that's me and you, mm-hmm. right? That's. That's who it's going to affect, man. It's yeah. going to, and and those and people who are of even different uh, socioeconomic levels, different. Yeah. And you and I both know this is going to be racial. This Absolutely. is one hundred percent going to be racial. Absolutely, it's and, going to be completely skewed. Yep, one hundred percent. For lots of different reasons, it's going to be. It's going to eventually shine that this too is a racist, <clears throat> systemically racist idea and law. Right. Absolutely. Um, it, it, may not be looking like that now, but that's fine. Because right now, what it looks like is compassionate fucking care, right? Absolutely. Because it's theory. <clears> that <throat> it goes different when you start loading people into vans and shit, right? Yeah. And do we want that Yeah. in Alberta? Are we really that afraid of whatever we think may or may not happen down the line? Are we really that afraid that we're going to start locking people up now? Yeah. 
are we there now? Exactly. Is that where we are? Like, I don't think so. Well, and again, we go back to the past history. We thought it was a, at some point in time, Canada thought it was a great thing to put a bunch of brown kids in a school mm -hmm. system. It didn't turn out so well for those mm -hmm. brown kids. Yeah. I'm just saying this has a lot of similarities, only now it's going to be for everyone, mm -hmm. but it's going to be used a or, lot or for those people 60s? of color. What about the 60s scoop? <clears throat> right? Right? We just and think, you know what? We're just going to save these babies. Yeah, we're just going to steal them, adopt yep. them out to white families. Uh, Darcy, we say save. Yeah. When, when you're save. white people, you say save. Exactly. <laughs> like so, missionary work. We're saving them. <laughs> <laughs> and this is going to save a whole bunch of addicts. It is, addicts, man. right? Yeah. yeah, it is. It's going to save a whole bunch. See, the trouble with <clears> it is, is that we're joking, but addiction and alcoholism doesn't give a shit. Because whether you're yeah. rich, poor, whatever Absolutely. you happen to be, addiction can impact you and probably does. Yeah. The difference, what we're talking about here, is we're not talking about addiction and alcoholism because no. that shit it attacks everybody. Yeah. What we're talking about is the human being's inability to allow it to stay that open, right? Absolutely. Because what will happen is what we talked about. Lawyers on standby. Like, people who are of a certain socioeconomic level will simply not be able to access help nope. to get out of that system. <clears throat> Absolutely. Right? If we one more system, we fucking stick people in. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I feel like we've targeted the, like, you know, the houseless. We've targeted yeah. people of color. We've targeted enough people with laws that we don't need to continue this. Yeah, and the other this is a good law, dude. If if just think about this for a minute. If you're thinking about trying to control people, this is a really good law. Yeah. And you're trying to control the narrative, really good law. Absolutely. Right? You're going to control it. And because there was a guy who did a recent study at the University of Toronto. Um, it's the first study he ever published where he studied the response to missing and murdered indigenous women. Mm. And the overwhelming response was there's three typical responses that they get when they report a missing indigenous woman. Mm. And he, he did interviews, um, I don't know, anyways, published. And I just feel like that's what this is going to lead into, is mm -hmm. we're just, it's just going to give more of an excuse, like, oh, well, they're just drunks anyways. Ah, you know, throw them in the compassionate care. Yep. Even though they're not. They're, <clears throat> like, not every indigenous is an alcoholic. No. Not every indigenous woman that goes missing is a prostitute or a alcoholic. And that shouldn't matter yeah, if they went missing. Yeah, I was going to say, like, the fact that that even is a consideration. But they're not. Like, yeah. they're sisters, they're mothers, they're aunts, they're... Whether they're drunk, like, high, or working the stroll, they're sisters, moms, daughters, absolutely. grandmothers. Like, these are humans. And to just simply take them yeah. and lock them up. Well, are you going to... Is there... Who's, who are you informing? Yeah. Are you going to all their nearest... Mm -hmm. Akin, like if they run businesses, are you just going to have them shut down their businesses while they're locked up? Yeah. Like, what what does this all look like? And I mm -hmm. I just feel like it was a shoot from the hip, like quick thing that they could satisfy a political base from. Yeah, and and that's not where you need to deliver compassionate care from. No, and that's <laughs> that's deaf because that's not compassionate. No, that's fear. That's like trying to get something. Yeah, right? like as a and that's to just do a something. political yeah. expedient. Yeah. process that they could do yeah you know they don't want to do the real work so they'll do the flash in the pan stuff yeah because they because hopefully someone tells them that the real work takes time and the real work yeah. takes like buy-in and 
and all kinds of different things for humans, right? Like, yeah. And all kinds of different humans need different kinds of things. Absolutely. So having this big brush that you're trying to paint this, this problem with, that's the problem. It's yeah. not the actual problem. What is, is the ignorance of it and the yeah. repeated avoidance of what is working, which is everything. What we have to do is we have to figure out how to get all these pieces working together. Absolutely. Right? Which is tough for lots of reasons, but one of the reasons is because of ideology, right? Yeah. Is that some of these groups are 100% on board with this, right? For yeah. whatever reason, good, God bless them, because that's they have a right to choose their, sure. their path, right? Um, hopefully, though, we can all find, like, the, the middle ground here at yeah. some point, right? And say, wait a minute, like, yeah, this is an epidemic, but it's not an epidemic because addicts created this epidemic. It's an epidemic because there's a lot of drugs allowed into this fucking country. Yeah. So it's an epidemic, right? Yeah. There's a lot of, and then there's people who want to just watch the world burn, man. That's the epidemic. It's well, not yeah. the person who's using that shit. The epidemic is the people who create a need for that shit, right? Well, and look at the, look at the, the like the fentanyls, the oxycontins, yeah. like, there's a lot of prescription stuff out there that shouldn't be out there. Yeah. And we're not exactly clamping down on doctors that make a half million dollars a year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. So there's a lot of things in here that it's like, we're not doing this. Mm -hmm. Instead, we're going to do that. Yeah. Like, and, I, and I just, I think about the money that would be spent on a program like this, and I think, okay, but if, if uh, places like Freedom's Path, mm -hmm. and I'm just using that as an example. Yeah, like, I know. But I'm sure there's, throughout the province, there's probably a hundred charities and nonprofits yep. that are trying to do similar things. Yep. But if you say, like, if you could add five counselors mm -hmm. and you could add a thousand more beds to in, in Alberta, mm -hmm. that would make a difference. Yep. And if, if not just you, but no, like no. every, all, all, if they yeah. just said, look, you know, if you, if you're a recovery thing, let's cover your operating expenses. Mm -hmm. Let's get you training, more staff. Let's get mm -hmm. you... Those are the things I think would matter. Oh, yeah. And you could probably get more bang for your buck mm -hmm. and more results that you could tout at the next election yeah. than doing this. But I think this has to tie in with the whole safe consumption in Sheldon Schumer. Mm -hmm. They just they want to villainize that whole area now. And so I think what they really just want to do is open it up so they can go in and sweepingly just pick up everybody that's a quote-unquote problem, yeah. and they, they're no longer a problem. Yeah. And, the, and that's you the know. trouble, man. It's just one more way to be able to <clears throat> F with the unhoused. Because yeah. that's who's going to get it the most, yeah. right? And, and that's, for whatever reason, um, folks who are unhoused might be using drugs and alcohol to cope. Like, obviously, there's lots of reasons why we all do that. But it's not just the unhoused, man. No. The trouble is, though, those, are, that those folks are the most visible, right? Yes. Like, the, the folks who don't have a place to go and hide out and deal with their addiction in private, right? Like, whatever, Absolutely. there's just nowhere for folks to go. And we got to keep in mind, these aren't, like, <clears throat> career criminals. No. <clears throat> these aren't murderers and rapists. <clears throat> these are veterans. These yeah. are people who just oh, don't get were me. on the don't... bad side of a few bad decisions some of them, or something. Some of them will turn out to be exactly what you said. Sure, right? they will. But not the majority. <clears throat> exactly. And, and so You can't paint them all the same. No, so why can't we just simply say, yeah, you know what, like every demographic of humans, there's a certain percentage that are up to no fucking good all the time. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Whether it's cops, lawyers, judges, whatever it is, or yep. 
or homeless people, houseless people, yeah. um, it, it's still that small percentage is going to be there no matter where we are. Exactly. Because humans, for some reason, some of us are a little bit bent when it comes to whatever power we're given, yeah. right? Some people aren't, but some people are, right? Um, fuck, man, I don't know how we got on that tangent. <laughs> I don't know, I just... Well, I, that's, no, it's a natural <clears throat> end, right? Yeah. Because we're talking about force taking people's rights away. Yeah. Right? And we know, you and I both know, whose rights are going to be taken away the most. Absolutely. Right? It's not going to be guys like me. Yeah. Right? And it's not going to be guy, people that are driving, you know, nope. BMWs going to their job downtown, but they're doing a bump of cocaine on the way in. Yeah. Like, it's not going to be those people, even if they get pulled over, even if they get drug charges, and, and it's not it gonna won't be, be them. And people will want to point the fingers at the cops and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Because, see, the trouble is, with, it, with inviting the police and law enforcement into these things and having them do these things, you're creating conflict for police officers, right, yeah. who are 100% bent on safety, right? Yeah. So if you put them in positions where what they have to do conflicts with safety, that's going to create conflicted officers, right? Yeah. And so people are going to get hurt, right? And yeah. as we know, I'm sorry, some and some, like we just said, there's a percentage of people who are fucking problematic, no yeah. matter where they work or who they work Absolutely. for or what they look like or who they sleep with. Like, there's just always a percentage, man. Yeah, there's right? always an asshole. In every yeah, crowd. and because they hurt people, they mm -hmm. obviously, hopefully, get fucking caught. Yeah, right? absolutely. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I just think it's a slippery slope, dude. I taking, do too. It, it scares the shit away, out of me. It yeah, really it does because I just, I just feel like it's just an excuse to round yeah. people up, and I, I'm not seeing the care part. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. I've so. seen the here's what we're gonna do yeah. to people, but what is the treatment? Like they haven't even really said we're going to make sure they get into treatment facilities. Well, there's they're there's, just going to provide treatment. They can't back it up. What does that mean? Because there's no beds, <clears throat> right? <clears throat> So, like, unless they're literally going to open up wings and jails, which I guess you might as well, because that's your idea anyway. Well, and, like, most jails in Canada do have access to treatment programs. Yeah. So are those the treatment? You're going to throw them in with a bunch of, like, hardened criminals. Yeah, man. I mean, because, well, as long as you're all looking for recovery, it's fine, mm -hmm. right? Meanwhile, yeah. you don't, that person might not belong there. Yeah, they might not be, like, jails is not necessary, <clears throat> right? Like No. Not for not for addiction, but that, and, and that's and what eventually I think it would lead to, right? Yeah, it's just like the imprisoning of of people who are undesirable, right? Well, and how does this work out with, you know, we have RCMP, we have sheriffs, we have municipal police, mm -hmm. but now we're talking about getting rid of the RCMP, increasing the sheriffs, but the sheriffs aren't as trained, don't even spend as much time training, I don't think, as the RCMP. I still or think the, the sheriffs. Police. I still think the sheriffs are better than the RCMP. <laughs> I, yeah, and they might be, but I'm just like we're in such flux with what we're doing yeah. with policing. Yeah, <clears throat> we're trying to. Police departments are being tasked to do diversity and mm. equity and inclusion things, but then at the same time they're also going to be told no, nope, but lock people up. Mm. And it's like these. It, <clears throat> it's like um, when you give two different commands as a police officer. Like, get on the ground, put your hands in the air. Well, which one do you want me to do? Because <laughs> like, like you're screaming yeah. at me and it. Yeah. My brain only functions one way when somebody's screaming. So it's like, no, we want you to do this and be compassionate and be good with the community, but we're also going to make you lock up portions of the community that we don't want. Yeah. And that is, that's just totally counterproductive. And I, I don't know, man. There, there's nothing about it that hasn't made me feel 
Icky? Icky. Yeah. It's <laughs> the Me best too, way man. to put it. Me too. Like, if they said, look, we're going to do this as a last resort. In the meantime, we're going to increase funding here. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Mm. Maybe. You know, maybe then. But, yeah, it's just scary, man. It is, man. It's a scary proposition. <clears throat> and I really hope that the folks that are powers that be, man, I really hope they take into consideration how scary this is. Like, well, and I was going to try, before we got here, or before I got here, I was going to try to look up the NDP's mm. plan or whatever. Oh, yeah, I didn't even look at that either. I don't know if they've really come out with, like, a specific recovery plan. Maybe they don't platform. need one because they're going to, like, work with who's already working, right? Yeah, like, I... Yeah. I mean, we can only take what they did in their first four years there, mm-hmm. and I don't think they decimated the recovery in. I don't think so. You know, world. So, so I don't know what their plan is. So I'm, I'm not even saying like, oh, don't vote blue, because oh yeah, my god. No, no, I, I get that. <clears throat> I don't know what the alternative is, but yeah. I do know that if if you really truly want compassionate care, it has nothing to do with forced, yeah. or government, or mandatory. Yeah. <laughs> Any of those things aren't aren't compassionate no, by nature, all. right? That doesn't mean yeah. they can't be, but... In, in um, the end, they could be, but it, you're, you, you're almost going to use violence to, in some form yeah. to get to the compassion. And, and I just don't think that's the foot you want to start out with. <laughs> yeah, and this goes back to, like, philosophy, right? Yeah. Is do the ends justify the means? Yeah. And the answer is no, they do not always. No. Because the means can be extreme. Yeah. And you could have this really what your idea of utopia is in mind, and sure, you might even achieve that, right? However, at what cost? Right. And what what do you have at the end of that, right? Yeah. Well, I think we have much less compassion at the end of that if we start forcing people to do that. Absolutely. I I really hope they take a look and try to find a middle ground, man. Same with the the Form 10s, right? The mental health warrants. Yeah. I just, I hope they find a middle ground, a nice place where... The truth pops out where okay we can do this compassionately yeah. for for people who want it yeah right and if we can create that environment where there are more beds at treatment centers that people don't have to suffer because I mean I I heard one of them was like nine months wait or three months oh wait or something God, like yeah. that dude like that's crazy so how are you going to deal with that yeah let's like, deal you... with that waiting list first man yeah right exactly like, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Open up a thousand more beds. Yeah. Then see, give it two more years and see how we're doing on recovery. Yeah. Give you know people like you and Freedom's Path five more counselors. See how that might do first. Mm-hmm. And I think those things would have successful outcomes that you want. Yeah. And and again, I think as a politician, that's where you can go. Well, we spent five hundred million dollars over the last mm-hmm. four years. But look at this. We've also got this, you know, because it comes down to numbers for them. Mm -hmm. And I think that would be a much better number than, well, we've got got 7,000 people locked up just waiting for a bed. Yeah. Well, did you put any money into beds? No, no, no. That's crazy. Yeah, no, we're busy, like, (laughs) thinking about ways we can lock you up. Yeah, exactly. So, like, (laughs) so then, you know, I, I know we could probably go around and around on this, but. Oh, yeah. So they get you in, you're going to be in this compassionate care program. Do you, and there is a wait. Yep. Do you get to live your life until? Exactly. Like, like, do you still have to go back home? And if I don't stay sober, I don't get in. Like, like or if you don't stay sober, you go to jail. Yeah. Like, what what happens? And there's so many questions, Matt. Yeah. There's more questions than answers. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm just willing to say it just doesn't sound like a good idea, man. 
No, and and I think because it is so vague, it's just not totally. a good idea. And and Freedom's Path Recovery Society is literally one of our tenets is about helping people become free. Yeah. Like, and so I it's don't. It's in the name. Yeah, <laughs> and it literally was in the the development of it. Right. Yeah. It was the idea that we are all free. We have a right to self determination, and we should keep those rights. Right. Yeah. No matter how rich or poor we might be no matter what we look like or who yeah. we sleep with, right? Like, Absolutely. It should just be, we can do better than that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think it could be a, possibly a good idea if you, if you give people the choice. Let's say the police did have to interact with somebody. They know sure. that this person, it's the 12th time, you know? Yeah. like. Okay, we've got a pattern. Yeah, let's, let's maybe offer, yeah. hey, if you come with us, because it's through this program, you get priority. You're gonna, we'll get you into a bed tonight. Mm -hmm. Do you want that? Do you want to go tonight? Mm -hmm. I think if it's something like that, okay, then you might have a program. Yeah. If, you know, there's no beds and it's going to be a nine-month wait, but you can get in here and they're mm -hmm. offering that, then maybe yes. As long as, like, to me, as long as it's not punitive. Yeah. Like you said, it's not meant to be a punishment. It's given not meant as to an be option, a deterrent. Given as an option, it's not mandatory. So exactly. Give it as an option. I guess, yeah. <laughs> right? Make yeah. it optional. Exactly. Like, but then again, we're, and I, but I think that's a good idea. I yeah. think that's an, an intermediate idea is like, make, create more beds by building, mm -hmm. build more beds, and then try to gradually move it towards a choice, right? Yes. We have an option. I don't have to take you to jail. Mm -hmm. I am 100% certain that this, after the pattern of your behavior over the yeah. course of however long, whatever, I am com comfortable to offer you this option. Exactly. Option. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. You get to decide. You want to go to jail or do you want to get better? Yeah. Right? Chances are you might get better in jail. Chances are better if you go to treatment. Or right? you're just not even close to ready, so to go to jail. jail sounds great. Yeah. Because I can get more drugs in jail. Like Precisely. That's like, yeah. it just never works when you force it. And it's like, okay if you choose that. Like, it is. I, you know, we we had that podcast. I can't remember who which guest it was. It, no, it might have been Chelsea actually. Um, and we were talking about you know when we used to be social workers or whatever, and we were drinking and whatnot. Yep. And the idea that somehow we were less effective. Um, yeah. If we were drinking or partying at night or whatever. Yeah. Um, and the op the idea is ridiculous. Like, right. I've been thinking about it ever since that podcast, really, <laughs> because it just reminds me of, of how far we've gone to where we look at, at those things and say, well, you can't be a good person if, yeah. right? And I think I even fell prey to that for myself, like when Absolutely. I first sobered up, right? Like saying, well, Dave, if you're not a good person, if you don't, like, right? Yeah, yeah. And that was part of maybe helping me stay sober, for sure. Maybe it worked. Um, but... It's ridiculous, dude. Yeah. Like, how, how could we value, how are we valuing life, man? Exactly. If our only aim is to ha live a long life, well, that is not good enough. No. Right? Like, we have to, we can do better than that. Absolutely. Right? Like, we can do better than this, man. I think. I think I we think have so a lot too. of smart people in, yep. in good positions to, to make good choices, and I just know we can do better than this. Well, and I think, honestly, people need to look at the political parties mm -hmm. and really look at what they offer mm -hmm. rather than like you have people that just vote liberal because they're liberal and they've always been liberal and they vote liberal. They vote NDP because they've always been NDP. They yeah. vote conservative because they've mm -hmm. always, we need to end that. 
Yeah. And we need to go, okay, who's going to provide what I, what is important to me? Mm-hmm. And if, and for me, because I mean, we've been doing this for so long, yeah. it's important that somebody yeah. does something to help, like People. to improve the recovery community, to of course. provide more funding, to provide mm-hmm. more access, that kind of thing. And so like, that's what I look for when I'm looking for a political party to vote for. Yeah. I don't know if I really care what color they are. But if the choice is lock people up and force it mm-hmm. or not, I'm going to have to go with the not. Yeah. yeah. And, and it could be a red or green or orange coat. Mm-hmm. I don't care because it, it, it's, it's about helping people. Yeah. And, and I, 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 just, I guess I would hope that people look at that yeah, in, I hope in so the too. upcoming election. Totally. And I hope everybody gets out and votes. I right? do too. Vote for, yeah. vote for your heart. Vote your heart. I, I, that whole split and vote stuff is crap. Yeah. Vote for your heart, and let's just hope the right folks get in. And Absolutely. Yeah, and we'll go from there, whoever that might be. Um, but yeah, I, anyway, that's pretty good, eh? Yeah, I think that... Yeah, fuck, we can just... <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure we could go on and on. Yeah, well, yeah, I was just thinking, we're just going around <laughs> in circles now, though, I think. Awesome, man. Right on, brother. Well, thank you so much, dude. Yeah, thanks, man.